0: This underdog fantasy pick'em edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest, $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details right now at circasports.com. Driver! Start your It is still time to talk racing things because, Cody, let's face it, it's always time to talk about racing things. It, of course, is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and I'm telling you right now, even though there's no trucks, it's no problem because we are lucky enough now to have been given the gift of underdog pick for NASCAR. Works just like your other favorite sports where you pick the finishing positions over and under literally that simple as many as you want to go you can build it up to 10 times and win a ton of money on this 20 you knew 20 times 20 times that's right it's 20 times for nascar so uh yeah Mm. man i'm telling you this is this is going to be a lot of fun and we are here today with our first ever underdog fantasy pick'em selection show uh to give you our favorite plays from this it'll work a little bit like the dfs show where we're gonna each give you three drivers that we're looking at we don't want to overload you and we also don't want to give you every single pick want to let you have some fun with it on your own but um yeah we're here to give you our favorite plays three of them each and uh, and let you go from there that's a good enough if you play all six that'll get you a pretty solid little return you can
1: do five is the max so you you'll have to you'll have to leave one out at least for for uh your your first lineup but you can use them all as you build different lineups just like you would in dfs
0: it's absolutely true cody how much fun did you have uh building out yours when i opened it up i was so excited and i was so i love what i saw actually
1: oh it was hard to narrow it down to only three i wanted to give out (laughs) that was like there's a lot of good ones and a lot of good numbers either way whether you're trying to go over i think most of ours, we, we picked guys that were big on this week, but uh, you did pick one that was lower, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, and you and you can pick right. It's, so it's just gives you the place different, or you know, their their f- finishing spot where they think it'll be, and then you pick better, uh, you know, better or worse, basically, and and choose one. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this.
0: I mean, the premise is absolutely simple. I mean, it's just over under finishing position. There's no other it's literally yeah. that simple and it's no, so yeah. crazy. And yeah, it's intimidating to look at it first too. Cause you're like, Oh man. And then it makes you second guess your entire research. You're like, cause if right. I'm wrong, like this isn't going to hit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, you know, and obviously you have to take into account if, if somebody gets caught up in a wreck or, or if they have problems and if strategies play out, I mean, it's not, not going to be easy obviously, but yeah, it's a lot of fun if you're not in illegal betting state underdog is legal in a lot of states so this is a way to get in on the uh you know the over under finishing positions the 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 prop type of market if you want to say um so yeah it's uh it's a lot of fun doing this this pick 'em contest
0: yeah, and again, it's so simple. And, and the good thing about it, just like you said, it doesn't matter where you're at. Underdog Fantasy is available in a ton of states. It's probably available in yours if you haven't already gotten on it because you may be a NASCAR fan. You're not necessarily all that hip on on any other sport. You don't necessarily like to play uh, or, or do anything uh, DFS-wise other than NASCAR. Well, here's your opportunity because you can get in on this now and, and have yourself a good old time. So, uh, please do so. Like I said, we're going to give you our favorite plays out of this. But uh, yeah, this is, of course, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway that we are at. It is the Crayon 301 and the Am Better Health 200 because, Cody, they don't just give you a cup, they give you Xfinity too, which is uh, amazing because not a lot of places do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Xfinity is included and you can go across, right? You don't have to just do Xfinity. You don't have to just do cup. They also have trucks available when the trucks are racing. They're not racing this week, but. I noticed last week trucks were available in Atlanta. So, man, this this is going to continue to get more fun as we go forward because we'll be able to, to include trucks next time. And you can really get crazy and go with if you just want to do a couple, you know, two or three guys that you really like. If you want to max out at five and get 20 times your money, um, you can spread it across the three series. If there's different guys you're feeling really good on across all three of them. So it's a lot of fun. But yeah, they've got uh, got Xfinity guys in here, got Cup guys in here this week with those being the two series in action. So, uh, man, yeah, it's uh, this is pretty cool.
0: It is really cool. Uh, all right, well, then, again, like we said, uh, we will hit you with our favorite plays. I know, like I said, Cody's got one for Xfinity, and all three of mine are all Cup, but that's, that's fine. We can work around that. So, um, all right, well, i tell you what, Cody, let's, let's uh, step away like we always do, take a quick break to tell you about our friend's at Circus Sports, and then we will get to our fun uh, picks for this. Circus Sports is back with their Circa Millions and Circa Survivor. You get $14 million in prizes up for grabs for Circa Millions. It's five NFL picks against the spread each week. Make those win your millions. And with Circa Survivors, just like any other Survivor out there, Survivor platform, all you got to do, pick a different money line winner each week. You're going to help you survive, and when you do, you're going to be that much richer the best part about this, go enter in Las Vegas. It doesn't matter if you live in a uh, state where gambling is available, just like it doesn't matter if you live in a state that's available for someone we're we'll going to talk about in a second. Uh, you can enter in Vegas and play from anywhere else where you're at. Plus, if you're there in late August, you get a chance to meet Sean and Ryan from The Mothership, the sports gambling podcast proper is going to be out there. Hit up circusports.com for all of the details at circusports.com. All right, Cody. Well then, I guess uh, much like we do with our our favorite uh, DFS plays, probably just start getting into our favorite uh, plays. If you're if you're listening to this, you stumble on this, and you don't know much about this show, or you don't know much about NASCAR, um, you know, we'll hopefully have you go back and listen to the betting episode and learn a little more about this race. This is a one mile track. It is 301 laps around it uh, for the. Cup driver's 200 for the Xfinity. It's short. It's flat. It's got a lot of qualities that a short track does, but yet not really because it's not a short track and it's not an intermediate. It's its its own thing. Uh, we did real, We did uh, also establish that it is about the size of the state of New Hampshire, so they will be driving around the entire state of New Hampshire to, to run this race. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what we're up against in this race. Obviously, each of these drivers are given a finishing position, we will choose the over or the under for it, and that is, uh, I think I've set up this episode and, and set up our picks, basically, <laughs> as best as I could.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, it's basically the same as we talk about with DFS, right, where there's guys that were are either on or we're, we're fading as far as head-to-heads when it comes to betting. There's a lot of, of crossover between that and between what you're going to do here. There's a lot of, if you really like a guy, you expect a guy to finish good. If you're betting on him to finish in the top five or top ten, you can look at it if, if they're at, you know, a 10.5 or something, and you think they're going to finish in the top 10. Obviously, you want to go over. If it's a guy where you're thinking you're going to take him against him in a head to head, then you have to decide, right? Is do I think he's going to be bad, going to finish below his number, or do I just think the other guy is going to bat- beat him and figure it out there? So I think it's going to be uh, a fun game to play. Again, just go over to, to Underdog and uh, click on the Pick 'em tab, and then it's right there in the higher, lower slide over to the racing uh, area and uh,
0: You've got all your options there. How crazy, though, is it that uh, we can do this and we can make these these uh, plays? It's just insane to think that there's so many ways to correlate all of this information, too. It's like, not only can you bet on it, but you can play in your DFS, and then you can come over here and play in your underdog fantasy. And, I mean... Guys, just so many, so many ways to get involved uh, with these races and with these events. It's it's so much fun. Like I, I like I said, I can't wait to get into it. So why don't we just hit Cody, hit him with our first, our first favorite pick and play from Underdog Fantasy.
1: Yeah, and one last final thing before we go, they have got a ton of sports on here: PGA, tennis, basketball, MLB, NFL. When we get in there, golf. I mean, golf. Yeah, they've got soccer, MMA, CFL. Rod, I know you're a big CFL guy and you can cross sports as well. So if you want to throw in some racing guys along with some NFL guys when the season's here, obviously, or MLB, mix in the CFL, whatever you want to do, it is a lot of fun. First up for me, Austin Hill being disrespected on underdog as well. 10.5 is his finishing position on here, Rod. Of course, I'm going to take better, as I talked about during the Xfinity Series betting episode. He's got one DNF through 17 races, and he's only finished outside of the top 10 in four races, that DNF at Coda, two races on a super speedway, so only one other race where he finished outside of the top 10. Um, Finished seventh in this race last year, and in nine of those 17 races, he's been inside the top five even. I think Austin Hill is going to easily be a top 10 car. I think he could potentially be a top five car as well. And I don't think you can count them out as far as winning this race. We talked about that on the Xfinity Series show earlier this week as well. So Austin Hill, um, better than 10.5 finishing position. Out of all of these, that's actually probably my favorite one on here because I have a lot of faith in Austin Hill on a week-to-week basis to bring it home in a good, solid, clean finish like he does most weeks. Um, And I think that 10.5 is... A little bit disrespectful from underdog. Uh, they're really giving you, or respectful for you, right? Because they're giving you an easy one here.
0: It is sort of a layup, because obviously we talked about Austin Hill being ridiculously fast, especially last week when he had to come back from the back of the pack and try to find his way up front. And we saw the speed of Austin Hill. We know every week he's a threat. And if you're telling me that all he's got to do is get a 10th place finish, that's something he can do basically with his eyes closed this season especially. So, uh, I love Austin Hill over 10.5 in Xfinity. Good call for you there. I will turn my attention to the Cup Series, where I will take Brad Keselowski. You want to talk about being disrespected. Brad Keselowski being disrespected right now. His p- finishing position is set at 13.5. I get it. I get that Brad Keselowski is not the sexiest of drivers' names or drivers in general, um, but... His average finish this season, not that far off of it. It's 15.4, at which you will point to me and say, but, Rod, that is worse than 13 and a half. You're absolutely right. But last week in Atlanta, in a super speedway situation, finished sixth, had a great run there. Nashville had an 11th-place finish in that uh, and and has done great things. Second in Atlanta, again, 10th at Richmond, fifth at Talladega, eighth at Dover, fourth at Darlington, Some solid finishes for Brad Keselowski this season. He's been uh, better than 13th in in a lot of those races. But where I will hang my hat on is his performance at this track over the last few years. Uh, Over the last four races that he's done, a 10th place finish in 2019. He won this in 2020, third place in 2021, and seventh place in 2022. Last season was the first season in the six ride for him, and his... Road to anything was horrendous. He was a terrible terrible driver last season. but he got up for New Hampshire. He finished in seventh place, uh, and which was a fantastic day for him because like I said, his season was junk up until then and pretty much after then as well. So uh, but he did show up for New Hampshire. It was a good run for him. Uh, so again, 13 and a half is quite low for a guy like Brad Kislowski. I really I feel like he's gonna have a solid day. And uh, yeah, I think he's actually going to have a top 10 car. In fact, spoiler alert, go back, listen to the uh, betting episode. I think he's going to do even better than that. So uh, that's definitely higher than 13.5. So give me Brad Kozlowski, higher than 13.5 for my first underdog pick him.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I think that Brad is is due for another good day. We've been seeing this RFK team has just put together solid runs. He's Mm -hmm. been very, very good here in the past at Penske. Yes, I understand. But the way RFK has been running lately, uh, 13.5. I think it is definitely going to be a better finish for Brad Kozlowski. So I like that one as well. Rod, I'm going to do it again. I just can't help myself. Chase Briscoe. I'm back on him one more time. I got to get it all in on these short flat tracks before I start this absolutely fading him again. Very high on Chase Briscoe this week. If you've listened to this show this year, you know that I've probably made more money off of fading him than any other bets we have placed this year. But short, hot tracks are where he has it. He is good at this type of track. Uh, last year, he was leading early, uh, got into some trouble, ended up recovering and finishing 15th after spinning out uh, on about halfway through on lap 146. But uh, again, it's been an absolute crap season for Chase Briscoe when it comes to mile and a half, so when it comes to intermediates, when it comes to everything except for shorter, flatter tracks. Phoenix, the most comparable track to this one, seventh place earlier this season, fifth place at Martinsville, fourth place in the All Star race at North Wilkesboro, again, a shorter, flatter track as well. Even Bristol Dirt, he finished fifth there. Not a short, flat track, but a track that fits his driving style, that's shorter, where it doesn't just come down to how bad the equipment is on a big track, basically. Got a good finish there. You go back to last season, he did win at Phoenix as well, finished fourth there in the championship race in the fall. Ninth place at Martinsville, the 11th place at Richmond, Um, ninth in the other Martinsville race as well. That is a lot of finishes above 14.5. The number is probably in a pretty good spot because on a normal week, I would take under 14.5 every single time because he's been so bad. But Stuart Haas has it figured out. Chase Briscoe has it figured out. When it comes to these short flat tracks, Chase Briscoe is good. I'm going to continue. To be on the Chase Briscoe train this week, as much as it pains me to do just because of, of how bad he's been and how scary it is to take him, I fully believe in this 14 team this week. and I think they will finish better than 14 and a half. So give me Chase Briscoe better than four, 14 and a half.
0: That hurt Cody's heart. It just hurt it. I mean, you can hear it breaking all over the place after that. So uh, you know that that's a pick that he absolutely wants to put in there for sure. So... Uh, all right, let's. Uh, I'll give you my next pick, but I have to officially tell you first about Underdog Fantasy because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. You know it. We're talking about it right now. But Best Ball Mania Four is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away fifteen. 15- million dollars in prizes and as we're demonstrating right this second underdog pick'em great way to get down on your favorite mlb and nfl season player props and of course nascar too all of your pick'em for nascar as well so many ways to win over on underdog and underdog is available in probably your state too double check and make sure head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SG. So we'll continue down that road with my next pick, and I'm going to pick Joey Logano. His number is set at 9.5. This one's a little more tricky than the Brad Keselowski pick. There's a little bit more finesse that you have to make uh, when you're taking this one, and this one might scare you a little bit as far as looking at what he's done over the course of the season. Joey Logano, been a little bit hit or miss. He has a race win this year, but there was a stretch in there too, uh, where he was finishing pretty well. A third place at Gateway, which we've talked about at the betting show, is not a full-on mile and a half. It's not a full-on mile. It's about 1.2 Uh, but it's still sore in there. Uh, Eighth place at Chicago, third at Sonoma, sixth at Kansas, second at Martinsville, but he's also had days where he's been 28th at Austin, 36th at Vegas. Uh, Even in Phoenix, he was 11th, so uh, just outside of this 9.5 range, but I will say on this track, he has been absolutely fantastic over the course of his career uh two pretty poor finishes for him over the course uh, of the last few seasons since 2014 he had a 37th place finish in 2017 and then last year finished 24th uh but he did lead 25 laps in this race which meant he was around the front but before that fourth place fourth place ninth place ninth place like i said 10th place in 2017 but in 2016, third place. Third place in 2015. Fourth place in 2015. He won this race in 2014. He's good at this track. Unfortunately, he just had a couple of bad runs. Uh, but he's good at this track. And I think Joey Logano needs to settle his season down. He's had some pretty disappointing finishes as of late. 19th in Nashville. 17th in Atlanta. But again, that eighth place in Chicago, not bad. And those two third places in in Gateway and Sonoma, even better. Like I said... He's a veteran driver. He needs to turn this thing around. The number set at nine and a half. I think Joey Logano can get that this year, or this season, rather, on this track. And uh, I think that number will be a little bit higher by the end of it. But yeah, give me Joey Logano higher and then a nine and a half-place p- finish.
1: Again, Joey Logano. When I figure out how to figure out this guy, I'll let you know. Uh, he was great on the SRX broadcast tonight. I thought he did a good job there. Um I, I cannot figure out Joey on a week-to-week basis. I just, when he shows up, he shows up. He's great. When he doesn't, he's he's just nowhere to be found, and you can't find him. Uh, he's been good here before. We expect Ford to be good. So, you know, you're, you're higher on him this week, and I'll go with you on that because I, I, I can't figure out how to play Joey Logano myself. It's just, it's, it's crazy, but uh, I do like to play. I think 9.5 is probably about the right, the right area for him to be in, and... uh and maybe expect him to get that top 10 finish this week. Beautiful. Uh, all right, who you got next there, Cody? Next up for me, Rod, William Byron. Eight and a half. What are we doing here? Why is he so low? Talked about this on the books as well earlier this week. Where have they been offering him as far as to win, as far as some other props? Um, and As our, our buddy Skybox uh, Mark pointed out on Derek's uh, betting preview spaces show on Twitter, Uh, This week, uh, gosh, he gave out William Byron. I think it was a top 10 at like minus 150 or something. Just like absolute value. Like that, it's slightly juiced up. But it's almost such a sure thing he's going to finish in the top 10 that how can you not hammer the hell out of that? Um, But Byron, again, it's not been the the best history here. It's not been horrible either, right? He's got an 11th, a 21st, an 11th, a 12th, and a 14th in his five starts here. Um, So nothing super impressive, but nothing that bad. But this has been his breakout season. Had four wins coming into this season. He's got four wins this season alone. He's led laps in 12 of the 19 races earlier this season at the most comparable track to this one at Phoenix. Led 64 laps, won the race that day. That's all I need to know. William Byron, over 8.5. I know I said Austin Hill at, oh, better than 10 and a half was my favorite one. William Byron is, is nipping at his heels because this is my next favorite one for sure. William Byron should finish easily better than eight and a half, unless he has some type of problem or gets caught up in a wreck. I expect his car to be a top eight car pretty easily, if not much better than that. Um, so yeah, William Byron, a better finish than eight and a half is my third and final play.
0: This is the one, this is one also that I, I wanted to put on there too, but you got to the sheet first. So I was pretty happy to see that. So yeah, I definitely love me some William Byron. Uh, I'm going for a lower, and this is a tough one because, again, this is one that is sort of a a guttier call than than most, and I know that we are pretty high on JGR this week as far as uh, finishing well on this track because they always do. Uh, But Denny Hamlin's number is set at 5.5, and and this one scares me because there's a lot of gremlins that can jump up and grab Denny Hamlin as it has most of the season for Denny Hamlin. He has been by far the most hit-or-miss guy that uh, has been out there. We've been high on him. We stopped fading him at points, and we were super excited to be able to bet on him again. But, uh, but then he turns around and turns in bad finishes overall. We talk about Phoenix, right? Phoenix, one of those uh, other mile tracks. He started second place. It was a promising day for him. Unfortunately, he finished 23rd in that race. Uh, you turn to Martinsville. He did have a good fourth-place finish there. Uh, but again, Charlotte, 35th. Sonoma, 36th. Even last week at Atlanta, 14th, Chicago, 11th before that. He did finish third in Nashville. Good day for him there. Uh, but it, like he had to salvage a day because he was leading 81 laps in that race and he could have easily won and he didn't. Um, so again, it's just so many bad things have happened to Denny Hamlin over the course of the season. and It's just very hard to to really have faith that he's going to do really well. I mean, when you trust him to do really well, He'll turn around and give you a junk finish. When you don't expect him to do well, he'll he'll give you a good finish. Last couple of races here, last season he finished 6th, and then the season before that he finished 10th. But a couple of second-place finishes in 2020 and 2019. Before that, in 2018, a 12th-place finish and a 13th-place finish as well. So, much like his, uh, his unpredictability this season, so too has kind of been his unpredictability here uh, at New Hampshire. I'm just going to go ahead and say that he's going to finish at least in sixth, maybe seventh. But that top five is going to be a very tough market this season or this year on this track. And I just don't feel like he's got it in him to to crack that top five.
1: It's going out on a limb a little bit. Hamlin should be really good here. Of course, one of the favorites to win this like we talked about. But there's a limited number of spaces in that top five, uh, five of them to be exact. So. A lot of cars vying for that. A lot of good cars that could get up there. Um, And again, if he has a problem, if he has an issue, gets caught up in a wreck or anything like that, has a pit road penalty, speeding penalty, he's been known to do that, could easily take him out of that and cash this one for you. So uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad play at all.
0: Ooh, loose tire. That'd be horrific, man. Again, another loose tire or another pit road penalty. That would be killer. So... Um, all right, well... Gets his,
1: gets his fair share of them. So.
0: Seriously, he does. Uh, all right, get out your uh, pen and paper. We're going to go over those bets real quick uh, because I do want to... Uh, we're going to actually give you some some bonus parlays. Cody and I have cooked up some fun little parlays that we're going to give you, and we'll give them to you in a second. But uh, let's go over our underdog pick them. Plays here where uh, Cody started you out with Austin Hill in the Xfinity race better than 10 and a half in his finishing position. I gave you Brad Keselowski higher than 13 and a half in his betting position or our betting finish rather uh, in the cup race. Cody gave you Briscoe better than 14 and a half in the cup race. I gave you Logano higher than nine and a half in the cup race as well. Cody gave you William Byron better than eight and a half in the cup race. I gave you Denny Hammond lower than then five and a half in the cup race got some parlays for you but i want to introduce you to a fun little show that is also on the sgpn network before we do hey everybody if you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Fun fact, Cody, the latest episode of the old-fashioned uh, fantasy football podcast features a distillery from uh, that that sports the 10th mountain division which I actually was in the 10th mountain division so there's a little bit of a tie-in there for me uh, as far as the 10th mountain division so it's kind of cool I, I can't wait to listen to it it's obviously we're recording right now so I can't but once I'm able to can't wait to dig into that episode
1: yeah that's actually a really cool tie-in that's that's pretty sweet. Uh, the episode they had earlier this week, they argued about how many fantasy football leagues I'm in. And uh, Justin was a little closer at 70 because that's about right. Miranda said 200. Said there was no difference in 70 and 200. And I can't argue with her because I think she's
0: about right. <laughs> like an air traffic control person trying to uh, get all of the, the waivers running and everything. I can only imagine what, uh, your, yeah. you, what your waiver days are like.
1: Yeah, I might have to uh, might have to cut back a little after this year, but we'll see. I love fantasy football. It's a lot of fun. So definitely check out their show. It is great. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, Cody, let's hit them with some of our fun little parlays. We uh we love to build parlays. We don't get a chance to do it very often because, you know, obviously we want to give you the, the better pecs but or the better bets every week. So this time to let our hair down and, and build a couple of parlays, shall we?
1: Let's do it. I am gonna go big or go home. I'm going for three different winners across three different series over on Caesars. I'm going to parlay first John Hunter Nemechek to win the Xfinity Series race plus 260. We talked about him. He should easily be the best car on the field on the field, on the track, whatever the hell one of the two. Uh, he should easily be the best car. We didn't necessarily want to bet him outright at just plus 260, but I think getting him in that uh, in that uh, special boost that Caesars had earlier in the week where it's him and Martin Truex to- Together A 30 to 1 is a good way to do it. I think throwing him in a parlay like this is a good way to do it. We're not just exposed to the plus two sixty, but it is the thing that is most likely to happen, right? Because it's he's the favorite. That's kind of how that works. So John Harnimacek, plus two sixty. Alex Pillow, aka Alex Verstappen, has been dominating the IndyCar season lately here. Um, he is also the favorite to win the uh, Honda Indy Toronto Grand Prix. Um, we talked about that on the F1 slash IndyCar Gambling Podcast this week. Um, like him a lot. Like where his odds are. Again, he's won the last three IndyCar races in a row. The Indy 500 was four races ago, but the one before that was another road course slash street course. He has won four straight on the road course street course races. Should be good and strong again this week. So kind of going chalky with those two picks, throwing them in there. Then going out on a limb a little bit with my guy, William Byron, very big on him this weekend. We talked about it yesterday in the DFS show. Chevrolet has not won since Kevin Harvick at Stuart Haas did it in 2016 at New Hampshire. They're obviously not even a Chevrolet team anymore. Before that, you got to go back to 2012, Casey Kane with Hendrick Motorsports. Been a long time, but the way things are going for William Byron right now, I can see it happening. Again, I, we talked about him a little bit ago here, as we talked about on the underdog pick how good he's been! How he won at Phoenix, the most comparable track earlier this season, and that was the second of back-to-back wins. He won last week at Atlanta, carrying that big momentum with him. I can see it happening. So give me William Byron. You put all three of these guys in there together, gives you plus fourteen thousand three hundred. Throw ten bucks on there; it'll pay off. Uh, pay out a nice, solid uh, fourteen hundred and forty dollars for you.
0: Woof. Cody's swinging for the fences, like he said. That's a uh... That's a pretty, no, no bigger or number. go home. We're going to, we're
1: going to, we're going to try and sweep this weekend, Rod.
0: Well, I enjoy that. Uh, for me, I'm going to take a little more conservative of an approach, uh, but I will still come up with a plus 24-20 parlay for you. Three legs of this, all from each series, just like Cody did. Uh, I'm going to start mine with the top three finish for Justin Allgaier in the Xfinity race. He is one of the favorites to win this, right behind John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, or, yeah, so he's at 400 to win this altogether. All we wanted him to do is get a top three finish. I feel like that is... More than doable out of uh out of Justin Allgaier. Of course, if you want more support on that, go listen to the betting episodes for each of these because we definitely uh give you case for this as well. And then, of course, I'm adding Brad Keselowski as a top five finisher to this mix. Talked a little bit about Brad Keselowski and how this is a track that he could very easily kind of bounce back on and uh, and come back and do well. And I, I again, I think that. We talked about it earlier with his finishing position. I, that 13.5 is a very, very modest number in my opinion. I think he's got the potential to be a top five finisher in this race, and you're going to put that in the second leg of your parlay and uh, and ride that one with Justin Algaier's top three. I think those are two easy caches right there. And then the third one that kind of gets us up above the 2,000 mark in the odds, uh, the 20-to-1 to mark in the odds, is... This Felix Rosenquist top five, he's been screwed out of some good finishes. Last week uh, at Mid-Ohio, ran into his his team, well, not his teammate necessarily, but his countrymate, and uh, and fell a lap down and didn't really get to show what he was capable of. Elkhart Lake, a bad finish there, but um, he does have a third place finish in Detroit, a fifth place finish in Indianapolis, and then uh, on, on this track, he's actually been pretty good as well, so... Definitely a top-five finish for Felix Rosenquist. is not, uh, like I said, not far-fetched for him. And you put all those together, you have yourself a fantastic day. Uh, a $10 bet will win you 250 Again, not as gigantic as uh, as what we're talking about for, for Cody's, but still a good day. Uh, also, just to add on to Felix Rosenquist's resume, on this track, a fifth-place finish and a third-place finish in his two career starts, so... Uh, Like I said, all of these very easily attainable for the drivers, which uh, $10, like I said, will win you $252. You're eating steak if you cash this. You may not be eating filet mignon, but you're at least eating some sort of steak.
1: I like it. These are all very, very easily can happen. And you can hit both of our parlays at the same time uh, if things fall the right way. So that's even better. Um, Oh, boy, I wonder if it would let you do all six. We might have to. We might have to look into that just to just to see if it would let you do it. But uh, I think that, yeah, these are all great plays. Again, most of these guys, guys that we we talked about on uh, the different episodes this week, Justin Allgaier obviously won this last year. I believe he's finished top three in, in three in a row here at this track. And God, he's been top three in like a ton of the races here lately this season. Keslowski, we just talked about earlier in this episode. The Felix, Felix Rosequist is the one a little bit more stepping out on a limb, I think, of of all of it, but definitely highly possible. Um, so yeah, I like all these plays, and I think that they're all uh,
0: all achievable and a good parlay to have. Absolutely, man, I love it. This was I, I almost. Like it's not that I don't want trucks to be available every weekend, but I'm also loving the freeform Fridays that we get out of not all three series running. So it's a little sad that we uh, that we don't get this every week.
1: I know it's uh, man. We're gonna have to ask the bosses for a sixth show. They'll have to find ways to give us more time in our lives too, probably. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I like it, I like it when we get to uh, we get to to freeform a little bit here. Me
0: too. Uh, all right. Well. I think we've done enough damage for the week. Uh, obviously, we'll put this uh, whole thing to bed, and hopefully you guys uh, are able to get all of your bets. And, of course, your underdog fantasy pick picks in there. That'll be a lot of fun as well for you guys. If you haven't done it already, go do it now. Uh, of course, if you use our promo code uh, SGPN, you're going to get 100% deposit bonus up to $100. It's a great way to do that and lay a little extra on this, uh, on this NASCAR weekend for you. Have some fun, man. That's what this is all about. Have some fun. Another way to have fun.
1: Damn, won't let us parlay all of them together. Unfortunately, they're scared of us, Rod, but uh, you'll have to place place each of those parlays differently. One more final bonus bet for you. I'm going to toss out a little Quinella for you this weekend. 22-1 to over on Caesars. Martin Truex Jr., William Byron, the two guys I am the highest on this weekend. I think we could easily see them find a 1-2 finish. Again, the Quinella allows that to be either way. Either one wins, either one finishes second. If they do, we're going to not only cash outrights, but cash them hitting the Quinella would be nice. 22-1. to 1. Nice little bonus bet to,
0: to ride off into the weekend for. That'll be fun. We'll take that one as well. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up then for the evening. And like I said, send everybody off on their way. Remind everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter, at HouseCoronaScoreZ.
1: You can find all my work there. Uh, Go back and listen, if you haven't, to the betting episodes. Cup Series, Xfinity, covered DFS earlier this week as well. And uh, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast, where
0: we uh, covered this week's IndyCar race in Toronto. Indeed. Follow me on Twitter, at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, and, of course, whether it is for frequency's sake. All of it is there in the Twitter bio. Let's have some fun this week, everybody. We'll see you on the recap show on Monday. Until then... Let's go racing and let it ride.